Hello, everyone. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in to the Modern Psychic Podcast. I'm your host, Naomi Haig. Let's get magical. Hey, Naomi here. Thank you so much for joining. Sorry, I've been MIA for a couple weeks and haven't posted a new podcast episode. I was sick for like a full week, so didn't do too much except lay around. <laughs> and then the the following week, um, still pretty groggy, but moving around, getting a lot of really good energetic downloads, also started receiving a lot of things that I've been calling in for a while now. And so just trying to adjust schedules and trying to adjust energy and how I wanted everything to flow. So just took some time for that. So yeah, here I am now feeling good, (laughs) feeling energized, definitely embodying a lot of new energy, a lot of energy that, again, I've been working on for a long time. So it feels really, really good. So I'm excited to be back. Thanks for being patient with me. I have Meg Zeke on the podcast today, and she is a human design expert, also an amazing human, of course. I only have amazing humans on the podcast. (laughs) And She just loads us up with all things human design, like we talk about so much, and she gives us so much great insight into how to understand it, how to uh, interpret different things. I know you're really going to enjoy that. And again, thanks for sticking around if you're listening, and I really appreciate your patience in all of my ups and downs and in-betweens and... (laughs) But I, I still love doing this podcast. I'm not going anywhere. So that's that. And glad to be back. I'm also still doing sessions. I've also got a couple of mentorship packages available. Um, so you can book a, a mentorship discovery call to see if that's something that you want to do working with me one-on-one. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this episode. Here it is. Hello, Meg. How's it going? Hi, Naomi. Oh, I'm just excited to be here. So this is Meg Zeke. Uh, Her business is called Your Biz Healer. And then she's also a co-founder of The One Agency. Me and her met in an online networking group. And I just happened to read a few different comments that you have posted on on different people's posts and I was like hey this girl knows human design and I want to learn more about it and (laughs) I've always been curious because that's a big thing now and people are jumping on that and really wanting to understand more about themselves and um, human design dives all the way into that and 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 I'm sure can go in like depths and depths and depths oh yeah and so you help people figure out their human design and your main thing from what I'm understanding and what I know about you is that you um, focus in on marketing you know helping them with marketing their business um, and sales but it's 
based off of their particular human design, right? Yes. I'm like, how much of a tangent do you want me to go off on? Because I can't <laughs> passion subject right there. <laughs> right. Well, I do want you to go into some background on why you picked that and what sparked your interest and what got you started. So yeah, go yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, as far as like marketing and sales, I've been doing that <laughs> since I could walk. <laughs> I literally like um, you know, somebody asked for my background the other day and I was like, holy cow. Like I really was door to door knocking as an eight-year-old. My parents planted a church, right? They were church planters. And so I went door to door. Do you want to come learn? Do you want to come learn about Jesus on Sunday? Oh. Like as an eight-year-old. So what an experience that was. Let me just tell you. Anyway, so, <laughs> you know, fast forward college and the whole thing, um, I've been doing marketing for small businesses, marketing, uh, even when I like would try to have a job other than marketing, they would put me in charge of it. <laughs> so I've just always been like in that space and, 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 and I was very science based can't remember if we've had this conversation before or not, but I'll share it for your listeners that uh, not only do I have a marketing degree and a master's in business administration, all of that. Um, I also, <laughs> I like learning. Um, I also have a degree in exercise science and physiology. And so I was like, science facts, science facts. And you know, as kids, we always looked into astrology and would like read the little newspaper clippings and whatnot. Uh, and I just never resonated with it. I was like, well, this is all baloney. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I couldn't, I was just like, okay. But then I was listening to this podcast. I was, you know, in this growth mindset phase, always listening to podcasts every morning after my gym routine, you know, you know the deal. Yep. <laughs> And I was listening to this doctor and this nurse having a conversation. It was like a, like a three-way podcast, right? They're having this conversation and one of them brings up human design and they're, they're talking about like science, like how things fire in the brain, how your neurons work and they bring up human design. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess if they're bringing it up, I'll look into it. And I wish for the life of me that I had saved this podcast episode so I could you know, send it to people when I tell this story. But, uh, you know, I looked it up and found out I was a human design projector, read all about it. And unlike how I had, how I had felt with astrology, I just felt like so seen. I was like, wow, this explains so much about my life. So it really, it really was for me, like the beginning of a really deep, healing journey, my spiritual awakening, all of it. So of course that was, it was something I wanted to give to other people too. Fast forward now, just side note, human design uses astrology. <laughs> so now that I understand astrology a lot more, I look at my astrology chart and I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Also, I totally understand why I didn't resonate with being an Aquarius because my Aquarius was in my North node. Ah. also <laughs> mm -hmm. and everything else in my chart you could probably guess this 
I don't know. What, what would you guess is my? You, you've told me already, so oh, I, I have. Dang it! <laughs> okay. Well, everything else is Capricorn, and I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, when I first meet people, I usually have to know kind of like their main three things, you know, like okay, and it, and I usually just kind of bring it up in a conversation, just so that because that's how I learned astrology, and that's how I learned how to better like communicate with people is like it it makes sense to me astrologically like okay this is how we can get along and this is how I can communicate better with you based off of your sun sign your moon sign and your rising sign then I'm like okay I got a I got a gist of what I'm working with and now I can now we can interact and it you know and I kind of tailor the communication to that you know, piece of it, but yeah. So you which is me. so funny because that's really how I like started out using human design. Oh, like, funny. oh, this is how we can communicate together a lot more easily. This is how <laughs> this is how I, as a projector, can get what I want. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, so yeah, so that's super funny. But I love astrology now. But I had like, and th- this is what I tell everyone is like, whatever you resonate with, like that's the tool to use. You don't have to. You don't have to die. Like I'm, you know, down talking myself in a sense, right? Like, but you don't have to use human design. If you don't resonate with it, like the first couple pieces, I mean, then use a different tool. That's okay. Yeah. But if it, if it calls to you, like it did to me, then I am totally happy to share more about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I different love modalities. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And just like you said, with astrology, you know, like you were learning about it and you're just like, okay, this does not make sense to me. This doesn't resonate with me. And so, yeah, that just wasn't the right tool at the right time. Right. And so it was just like, okay, the universe presented you with a new tool that something that would resonate because you were still seeking for information. I still want to know about myself. I still want to know how I can better operate and how I can better do dot 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 you know and so yeah I I totally love that and so for those people that may be listening because I'm sure there are a lot of people that listen to this that love human design or are curious but as soon as they look at the chart they're like what the (laughs) what am I looking at (laughs) can you start off with just giving an explanation of like the basics where do we start you said you're a projector like what does that mean Mm -hmm. and you know so that people can kind of get a starting point so yes so in human design like for anybody that's listening that has looked up their chart there's so much information in this little like diagram of your body and it's like what all does this mean so what I actually like to have people start with is when you do look up your chart which if you need me to drop a link I have a little where they can look it up um show notes yeah for sure when you look at it there's going to be words (laughs) next to it those are more important so don't allow the, the body image to overwhelm you And the top three things that I say to learn about first, and again, don't go to step number two, if step number one doesn't resonate, Mm -hmm. right? 
Um, so the first thing is what's your type? And there are five types in human design. There's manifestors, generators, reflectors, and projectors. So there's a fifth type manifesting generator. And some will say that this is its own type. Some will say that this is a subtype of generators. I always just say five because the qualities are so different and so unique to each one. I could dive into a little bit of what each of those mean. Yeah, that would be great. Just for people that, yeah, pull up their chart and then they're like, okay, where do I go from here? <laughs> you know, what, what yeah. can I do with this? So yeah, for sure. So manifestors and generators are essentially what built the world. So we didn't have all the design types in the world at the beginning. We had manifestors and we had generators. So just as I go through those, kind of think about like, this is how our society was built. Where manifestors have this like lion energy. Uh, all manifestors have a defined throat <clears throat> and they have this drive, momentum to to go. It's about, and when I say defined throat, that means they have consistent energy to use their voice. So it's this drive to go and find, like blaze a new trail, not find a new trail, blaze a new one. Like it didn't exist before. So here we go. And so like, if you go back to history, you can kind of even think about who some of the manifestors might have been like, uh, you know, I just I'm finished watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just finished watching the Vikings. So, you know, Ragnar Lothbrok <laughs> might've been a manifester. <laughs> so they're blazing these new trails. And then the generators were these people that had consistent workforce energy. So here's the leader that is blazing this new trail, whatever it is. And here's the worker bees that are making sure everything is done in order to go in this new direction. Um, which a lot of times generators are like, we're just worker bees. <laughs> and it's like, no, I always say generators are the people that like built the Eiffel Tower. They're the people that built the Sistine Chapel. Like we have, they're, prob they're probably also the people that built computers and are firefighters. Like our world needs generators and what they bring to the table is so, so, so amazing. So they're like um, the architects, like they put it all together. Well, I guess. Yeah, the they're like the builders. The blueprint, the blueprint, but yeah, they'd be the contractors. <laughs> yes, yes, which is so funny because uh, my my husband is a generator and he's a contractor. So it's funny oh. that you. But <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why I caught it. like a contractor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, that's you cool. caught on to that. <laughs> I'm always like, go little energy person go <laughs> um but yeah so that's like where our society really was built from the next design that came in really shortly after was reflectors so if you are a reflector and you pull up your chart what like the first thing you're going to notice is that it's all white essentially all white you might have some you know black or red lines lines not filled in spaces um, so reflectors are these really, really spiritual beings. Not that we can't all be spiritual beings, but you're very tied to source energy. So you might resonate with, uh, terms like angel or witch, or uh, by the way, like I think witches are amazing. So <laughs> there's no like good or bad in this conversation. Um, 
but I, when I go back in this like history sense of things, I'll sometimes liken them to monks or nuns <laughs> that like just really, or again, witches, where it's like very tied to source energy, like very, very, very spiritual. Now, as a reflector, nowadays as a reflector, which my business partner is a reflector, uh, one of my best friends growing up is a reflector. And by the way, reflectors are like 2% of the world. Oh, wow. There's not very many of them. They call them the uh, the unicorns of human design. <laughs> <laughs> so nowadays it can be, there's so much confusion because they're so spiritually tied and spiritually gifted that uh, it can be really, really confusing for them. So there's a lot of deconditioning and just like so much self-love to give themselves. So if you're a reflector listening, just love on yourself. <laughs> that, this is your, this is your uh, permission to go just turn off the lights and just like hug yourself. <laughs> um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful beings. And it is kind of fun to know the percentages. So I'll just kind of rewind a little bit. Manifestors are about 8% of the world. Generators are 70% of the world, including, oh. including the subtype of manifesting generator. Okay. That makes sense though. Like in my head anyway, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Again, they're the worker bees and think about how much we've been taught that we, we must work, we must work. Right. And, and so there's, that's why that conditioning is so deep is because there's so many of them and it, it it's true for them. Yeah. Right. So then next came the manifesting generator, which again is a subtype of a generator. What's different about them is that, and they're, they're not a mix. They're not a mix of manifestor generator. They have sacral energy, they're worker bees. What's different is that they also have their throat defined for sure. Not every generator does. And that between these two energies, they have almost more energy than a, than a typical generator. They have more energy to go do. They have more energy to to taste, to go be in the world. And so it can look like to society as if you don't know what you want to do. You have too many interests, like just pick one. Oh, okay. <laughs> and for them, it's, it's really important for them to like taste everything and then make their choice of, oh, this is where I want to go. But I might change my mind couple months down the road and I might go this way now. And it's like, <laughs> there's this permission too, as a manifesting generator, generator that you get, you get to experience it all and it'll happen in the right timing. So also don't force it <laughs> type of thing there. I love that. And so you've heard me call projectors, paradigm shifters, manifesting generators are also, are also somebody who I deeply resonate with as a paradigm shifter because they they say like, I don't have to just pick one. I can do it all. And if you want that too, you can, right? So that's kind of like their, their shift that they bring to the new earth. And then last, but of course not least, not least, projectors. <laughs> I'm a projector for everybody listening to. <laughs> so me and yes. Meg are projectors. <laughs> yes, we are the projectors. <laughs> and projectors are really, really here to guide. They're like a lighthouse. Uh, you don't necessarily need to do a whole lot. The more that you step into your B of this is who I am, 
cheer me on or not, the more you step into that, uh, the more you'll be a light for others to do what they want to do. I also call projectors like midwives of the universe mm. that there's this energy that comes through, through us. And we're able to kind of like gift it out to others. We're also the most conditionable type. So every other type has a built in blockade, if you will, to resist other people's energy. Projectors do not have that in their aura. But that's why you, you'll hear me talk about deconditioning so much. <laughs> um, and then projectors are about 20% of the world's population. Which, again, I just think the percentages are interesting to, to look at. Mm -hmm. And so for just my own selfish interest, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, because I'm curious. Um, so as far as like working with other types, um, are there certain types that get along better with other types or mm -hmm. like, can you, can you kind of give us a little rundown? Um, since I'm assuming that most of us that are not generators need to learn how to work with generators, right? Yeah. 70% yeah. <laughs> of the population. So it's like, you're going to have to eventually learn how to work with a generator, I guess, unless you're just in a field of other things, you know, like more projectors or whatever, but right. even in our families, you know, I'm sure we have like majority generators in pretty much everybody's family, I would assume just right. in general. So yeah, what do you, do you know if there's certain types that get along better or how we can get along with types that are not our own types? So this is a question that I have um, a little bit of a rebellious answer to. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, and it kind of goes back to, you know, looking at the newspaper clippings in high school, like, oh, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm supposed to date. Uh, I don't even remember. I don't even know what they said was like a good match. <laughs> Do you right, know? Right. Um, normally, like air signs are good with other air signs or fire signs because air feels fire. So that's just the generalization is like, if you're air, which Aquarius is air, um, then they would be good with other air signs um, or fire signs. And so, you know, it, just the same for like an earth sign and water sign. Like if you're water, you're good with water or you're good with earth because water nourishes the earth. And so, but if you're water and fire, then you have a little bit of a harder time finding equal ground because you're so kind of polarized. And so, you know, fire is about burning emotions and doing and water is about being in emotions. And so, yeah, that's the generalization is like, sure. Okay. But, okay. All right. Oh, that makes so much sense. Thanks for spelling that out for me. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure this is what you're getting into. It's like not every Aquarius, like you could find an earth sign because of other parts in your astrological chart that you know maybe your your um moon is an earth sign so your capricorn moon you're probably gonna be good with the capricorn sun because 
they would resonate you know your emotions are like a Capricorn and then you're dating a Capricorn that that's his core you know mm-hmm. then you're gonna find equal ground and so you're gonna be okay you know so yeah it it, it just kind of that's just the generalization but yeah <laughs> got it got it got it that's cool okay so I mean there are certain types that people will say like oh that's a power couple as an example right for compatibility like projectors and manifestors are known to be a power couple oh. uh, projectors and reflectors are known to be power couples in a different way what I say <laughs> well hold on I'll tell you the other part that is compatibility if you were to go look this up anywhere else is that they would <clears throat> look at the profile lines. So like you're a two, four, I'm a three, five. <laughs> Essentially they would say, we're not compatible because of our lines <laughs> oh, okay. and how we like to do life. So a lot of times, like, you know, you, somebody might tell you that you were compatible with like a four, six or a one, four or somebody else that has a fourth line or a second line in their okay. profile. So that's how um, a lot of human design people will approach it. For me, (laughs) I always simply say, whoever takes the time to get to understand you, that's who you're most compatible with. Yes. The most aligned, you know, the more aligned you are, the more compatible you are with anyone. First of all, because you're going to have the right people coming to you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have less of the people that don't get along with you in the first place. <laughs> For sure. um, and also just like, if somebody's taking the time to genuinely get to know you and try to understand you, then I say that's compatibility. <laughs> I like it. Yep. And to answer your question though, like another way goes into the second thing that I would say, look at if you're just dipping your toes into human design, which is your strategy. Mm. right um so for manifestors their strategy is to inform like this is what I'm going to do so (laughs) you know as an example uh I am going to go hunting for three days and I'm probably going to bring back a freezer full of meat I'm going hunting so they're telling part of the importance of that in their communication is that often they forget to tell people what they want to do (laughs) So this is like just also a practice of saying, this is what I'm doing. How does that work for you? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but they're here to inform again, because they're trailblazers, right? Generators, so manifesting generators or generators, their strategy is to respond. Mm. So when they see something out in the world or if somebody comes to them or energy's right in front of them, They get to check in with their authority, which I'll go over next (laughs) and, uh, and say, is this for me or is it not for me? Is this something I want to do? Or is this something I don't want to do? Essentially giving themselves the options or even the option of just yes and no. So they're here to respond to life. You know, everything to a generator is an invitation. (laughs) I gotcha. And so I got a quick question that just came up for me with um with that because I know a lot of people that are probably generators um just by the definition and you know what you've explained and it seems like a lot of people that I've come across anyway 
have a hard time coming within first once they've received an invitation or say, hey, can I have you do this for me? Or, hey, would you help me with this? That's the invitation. But they don't take the time to come within. Have you noticed that a lot in generators? And if so, like, is there something that they can do, you know, besides just practice or whatever? Like, is there another part of their chart that they can look at to be like, oh, this is how I can start coming within. This is how I can start checking in on myself. That will work for me. Right. Yes. <clears throat> so yes, generators do tend to want to move quickly because they've got the energy to do so. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, just side note, my four-year-old is uh, a generator with like everything defined in his chart, oh, almost wow. everything. And it's like, constant go I'm like slow your roll man <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have fun with that <laughs> oh man he is uh seriously a who um <laughs> but no so generators can have two authority centers either their solar plexus emotional center or their sacral their gut and so their gut oftentimes especially if they're a sacral generator We'll tell them yes or no almost immediately. Mm, so okay. if if they're used to that, which a lot of generators are, not everyone, okay? But if they're used to feeling that and they've learned to listen to it, then they may not need to pause, right? Mm, and, okay. Um, and, you know, there are also a lot of generators who don't feel that. And so practicing and just like noticing what's happening in your belly button when an invitation, an opportunity, uh, I mean, even, you know, going house shopping. I love to use this example for generators. Like when you go to the house and you look at it, your gut will have a response almost immediately. You probably don't even have to look at the whole house. Like you step in the door and your, your belly button is going to tell you something. And I'm not saying don't look at the whole house. <laughs> And there's just, there's typically like a signal there, like right from the get-go. Emotional authorities do tend to need to take a little bit longer because their emotions will go, yeah, that's a great idea. Or no, that's terrible. That's really scary. So they have to let this kind of happen. And once they get to a place where yes or no, feel equally scary, loving, abundant, whatever, they just feel balanced they can go check in with their belly button and say, all right, belly button, what, what we doing here? <laughs> um, so sometimes, sometimes I like to say like generators have it easy, quote unquote, <laughs> because they can check in with their belly button. Whereas a lot of other types cannot. Now that's not to say that it's easy because a lot of them have a lot of their own conditioning to go yeah, through, for sure. to go through as well. Okay. Okay reflectors reflectors are meant to wait like a lunar cycle to make decisions just mm. a long time yeah you know, it's so important for them to keep their spiritual practice and their self-care because then they do get drops in they get like information that just says go or don't go type of deal um if the the less aligned you are the less practiced you are then it can be really really helpful to keep like a calendar of just like how you're feeling each day 
you know, this is my mood on, you know, the fifth day of the lunar cycle. This is my mood. And you can kind of start to see patterns. So reflectors will start to see patterns so that they can be more aware of how they do make decisions or how they, you know, at least, and decisions, this, I know we were talking about communication, but of course your decisions are going to play into your communication. But reflectors tend to communicate in general. Here's a communication thing. They tend to communicate by reflecting back what you said. So it's like this full circle conversation. <laughs> so when you are in conversation with a reflector, realize that what you're saying is being absorbed by them. It's being churned up into something different. And they're going to spit out a message to you that you didn't know you were trying to tell yourself, which is really cool. <laughs> it's really cool to watch that happen. Wow. Yeah. But they don't necessarily try to do it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you can just tell them like, hey, if you have something to say to me, can you ask if I'm in the right place to hear it? Because that will help. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sometimes we're not ready to hear the messages for ourselves. <laughs> True. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then projectors is to wait to be invited. So like in a communication setting, we tend to, again, we're guides. Uh, we tend to want to tell people how to fix the problem that they're in because it's like so obvious to us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and again, like I said, for a reflector, people aren't always ready to hear that. So sometimes it's just as like really easy as a projector now and knowing these things about myself now to say like, Hey, I have this idea. Do you want to hear it? And also realizing that their answer says nothing about who I am. <laughs> right. Do you want this or no? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's like just skimming the surface on communication, but did that kind of answer some of it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think so. And, and like you said, that is like a good breakdown, just, you know, going from the types to, okay, now what's our strategy? You know, what, we understand the energy behind it, you know, um, but now it's like adding the strategy to it. Okay. What do I do with this energy? And then going into the third thing, the authority, right? Mm -hmm. So can you keep going? Because I'm super interested. <laughs> <laughs> like when you break it down, but, yeah, yeah. When you break it down, then it's like, Oh, okay. Like, oh. and, and again, that's just how I learned astrology. It's like, okay, how does this sign, like, what's the typical, you know, type that this sign portrays or the energy that this sign has? And then, yep, you can get into some details, like, okay, well, what are they trying to do? You know, what is, what is their main goals, you know, just by being who they are? And then, you know, yeah, what powers them up, what lights them up and what puts out their power what puts out their fire like what is something that you should not do around this sign <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm assuming that's kind of like the authority in human design right <laughs> yeah so the authority is like I describe it as your highest form of intuition mm, okay meaning like when you need to tap in and make a decision when you're unsure of what your next step is to check in with your authority and this Again, like you can tell that deconditioning is pretty important to me. There's a lot of healing that has to happen before you can fully 
harness the power of your authority. And uh, so I went over sacral authorities and I went over emotional, which emotional authorities can also be in projectors or manifestors. So manifestors and projectors don't have that backup sacral option though. <laughs> they just have the ups and downs and waiting for it to even out. That's the emotional authority. Oh, also just side note, let's get this one out of the way. Reflectors have a, what's called a none, no authority. Uh, so they don't have like one specific place. It doesn't mean that they don't have, they're incredibly intuitive. It's not that they, they just don't have one space that is the most intuitive. Mm, okay. Okay. And I'm a mental projector. So I'll talk about that one last, but it's very, very similar. So they get to really tap into their environment and or source and like let their body feel what it feels in order to know if it's like keep going or stop and pause. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so when you're looking at your chart and you're talking about authorities, it's the shapes that are shaded, right? Like you're talking about the shapes if you're looking at the actual drawing of the, mm -hmm. the chart. It's like if these shapes are shaded, then that means you have an authority in this area of, of your of your being. <laughs> yeah. So any place where you have a colored in shape, this is a strength, okay. uh, an innate strength. The authority is just one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so for uh like for you. I can't remember your chart exactly, but it would either be your heart or your G center, like right below the throat. Yeah, it was my, my, my throat and my G center are shaded. Are defined. Okay. Yeah, defined. And so really like that, that area for you is your authority. Like I always tell self-projected projectors, tap into your heart, <laughs> tap into your heart, center your heart space and just listen. Yeah. Um, but that's not for everybody, which is why I love learning about our authority is because, you know, we heard it like, like in music growing up, you know, listen to your heart. <laughs> <laughs> like some of us are not meant to do that. We will go into some really terrible decisions if we do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, it's really, it's really cool to kind of like narrow it down to one space in your body. So, sure. um, so there's that self-projected projector or um, or also it could be ego manifested manifester. Tapping into your heart is a beautiful space for you to make your decisions from, which means that probably you need a quiet space and to like get all the thoughts cleared out of your mind and simply sit with yourself okay. and, and see what is this, this part of my body saying to me? Yeah. And that's one thing I always would say like growing up it's just like I, I would love to hear other people's input and you know so that I could feel in and see if it resonated with me if that was a truth for me mm -hmm. but yeah I'm like in the end I'm I'm gonna do what I want to do and I'm I trust myself over anybody else <laughs> even mm -hmm. if they know more like intellectually or you know they've had more experience in this area like 
I'm gonna trust me first like and foremost and so yeah people will be like why do you ask me this you're gonna do what you want and I'm like but I still like value your opinion it just I I just have to feel good for for coming from me like and so I feel like that's the self-projected that g-center you know below the throat and above the heart like it's just like it just feels like it's coming from you rather than like the reflectors like spirit and you know like okay I've got to fill into all the things first and like come it's just like this is for me so it kind of feels some like sounds similar to what you were talking about with the gut you know like the generators that are just like they can go somewhere and be like yep this is for me nope that's not for me you know Mm -hmm. like it's kind of feels similar in that respect like oh this is coming for me I said yes you know (laughs) it's just a different area of your body (laughs) right yeah well and even your what you were saying there you know hearing what other people have to say actually can help you tap in here more right because Mm -hmm. it'll flare in a sense and it'll say that's not what you're meant to listen to (laughs) Um, so that's kind of like a soundboarding where even if you were to like talk it out with someone and like just that would help you kind of get the thoughts out of here right get the thoughts out of your brain and out of your throat center Mm -hmm. right so if you're doing that then you can also listen into your heart more but the thing about it is then you also have to be able to not listen to what they're saying back or tell them (laughs) I'm simply getting thoughts out and I don't need any feedback (laughs) that's what I say I was like okay I need to figure this out but I need to talk it out with somebody and kind of bounce it off Mm -hmm. but I don't really want to hear what like I I want to hear what you have to say of course but I want to get to my own decision by talking it out with you (laughs) yep so like can you just be here to talk with me and (laughs) like you don't have to try to you know, give me solutions, but I do want you to offer solutions, but <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to ask, but just talk to me about this. <laughs> like, let me talk to you. Yep. I've had quite a few self-projected project, like projector <laughs> clients. And I, I'm just like, tell me when you want me <laughs> to come in. Otherwise I'm here to listen and just check in. Have you heard your answer yet? (laughs) And my husband has gotten really great at that because I just keep keep going. I'm like, well, then there's this and then there's that. But then, you know, and they're like, oh, well, that's what I need to do. (laughs) He's just like, you got it. And I'm like, yep, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Say, remember to say thank you, everybody, uh, (laughs) because that it can be grueling for some people. because I think my my oldest son is very similar to me in that respect mm-hmm. where yeah he's got to talk it out and he'll just keep going and going and I'm like this is how I probably sound to other people <laughs> yep <laughs> but it helps him you know like he he gets to where he needs to go and like but it might take a little while <laughs> I love that you gave that example too because my oldest son it's a self-projected projector also. I'm a mental projector. I also use soundboarding as a tool. Everybody can use it. So as a mental projector, the only parts of my chart that could be defined would be like the very top one in the, that's called the crown, the middle one, which is called the Ajna and my throat. Um, Everything else is white. Mm. I do not have my crown defined, but if I did, it would be part of my authority. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. This kind of, the mental projector is a, is a weird one. 
Um, so typically, typically, they kind of put this authority in, and, and mental projectors are also the design type that is least known about. So it's really interesting. Like it's, we call human design an experiment. I feel like mental projectors are like, yep, it's 110% like a total experiment. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of things out there, like a lot of resources. And I'll just, I'm just going to say, if you're a mental projector listening, this is important for you to hear. <laughs> a lot of resources will say that your authority is either none, like a reflector's, or it will say um, soundboarding. And so, you know, soundboarding is where you get all of it out of your head and you hear your answer come back to you. And that's true. It can be used. But again, your body, your body is the one that really knows what to do. So mental projectors tend to say, oh, my authority is my mind. I should make decisions from my mind. That's not quite right. <laughs> okay. Um, you can tap into your third eye. Okay. You can tap into your third eye space, your visionary space and, and sink into the environment. So if it's like a future decision, you can sink into that environment and feel what your body feels to know if it's, you know, correct for you or not. But if it's a decision in the moment, it's like, again, you kind of have to tap in, like, just notice what you're feeling, if it's right for you or not, right? Like if you go to a, a barbecue and you feel totally out of place and like really like something's wrong something probably is wrong so mm. it's okay it's okay for you to go if you feel like that's the best option like so just like really noticing everything around your body um but you can tap in and use that third eye space that like mind space to make future decisions which is like that's really fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah cool. so speaking that from a mental projector where most of the resources you find will not be uh mental projector friendly <laughs> so I said reflectors are the unicorns of human human design mental projectors are three to four percent of the population so I call us because this is my funny I call us the narwhals of human design <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe I'm not a unicorn, but I am a narwhal. I am super <laughs> mystical. <laughs> yeah, <Paul>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And, and yeah. So we talked about like um projector authorities. And so with the other types that are not as cool as projectors. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> <laughs> We we have to say that. <laughs> it's my podcast. <laughs> I love you all though. But um, so manifestors and generators and um reflectors have no authority. Um and like what you know, from what we talked about is like mental projectors, self-projected projectors. You said that like for manifestors, it's ego-centered you know, manifester, um, is, is everything just kind of cross over to that? So, you know, what you said about mental projectors, if they're a manifester, then, and they're a mental manifester, like, is that a thing? Or? Great, great question. Okay. So manifestors can have, let's see, three authorities. I'm like counting in my head. <laughs> they could be splenic. Um, that's one that we didn't talk about. 
They could have splenic authorities, emotional, or uh, ego manifested. Okay. Generators can be emotional authorities or sacral authorities. Reflectors are the none. Projectors can be self-projected, emotional, mental, splenic. <laughs> okay. Did if you all could see me right now, I'm counting on my fingers trying to make sure I didn't miss anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, so splenic is the one I didn't talk about. That one's like a really quiet whisper. I'll just go over it real quick. Uh, it's like a quiet whisper, truly. If you don't learn to pay attention to it, you'll miss it. It's an instantaneous uh, knowing. And it's very instinctual, very like survival related. And... As an example, like if you are a splenic authority and you walk into, you know, a restaurant, you look at the menu and something pops out at you and you're like, oh yeah, that sounds good. But then you're like, I should look at the whole menu, right? And make sure I didn't miss anything. And then you're like in this state of like, I don't know what to eat. Never mind. I don't know what I'm going to get. But if you come back to that first moment of, oh yeah, that looks really good. You'll, you'll get something that you like. You, you will. <laughs> um, but it's like, sometimes you, you get to remember, like, how did I feel when this energy first entered in? So, um, cause it's, it is, it's instantaneous and it can be really easy to miss. <laughs> and it kind of just your description, it kind of reminds me of claircognizance. Like mm -hmm. this sense of just knowing, like, I just know, like, I don't know how I know. I just know. And it just kind of plops into your body and it's just, I just know, but this sounds like it's, I, I feel like, you know, when I'm working with my clients on their mediumship skills or their psychic skills, like claircognizance is more of like, it, it sounds louder or, or, you know, than what you're describing. <laughs> Cause it's like a, like a, whole body like there's no doubt I know this is what's going on yeah this seems like it's a little like almost like that but it's more whispery like it's quieter and it's not so like defined and like yep that's it no 100 it's like you get that but then it flies away <laughs> yeah and you will feel it in your whole body but again for like a really short time <laughs> okay. Okay. so so if you're not paying attention, you do miss it. And that, that's part of life. <laughs> uh, so for splenic, splenic authorities, it's really, really helpful to just like focus on being present. Like mindfulness practices are great for everyone. And for a splenic projector, it'll help you tap into your, your highest intuition more. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> very, very cool. And so working with clients on human design for um, as long as you have, like, what have you found? And, and even for yourself, like, what have you found to be the biggest benefits of even learning and diving into your own human design? Mm. I mean, you know that I work with a lot of projectors. <laughs> um, I mean, I do work with other design types also. And I would say like projectors tend to have the, the most exciting benefits, if you will, because 
again, there's so much deconditioning of like, I don't have to hustle. I don't have to really like work hard. I get to have fun. I get to do the things that I love. And every single time that I work with a projector and we, we get into this, like, hmm, let's rest and play and like, enjoy life. That's when they start to see an influx of whatever, if it's clients, products, or whatever it is that their business is, uh, that's like the biggest shift. And so of course, you know, you know, I do marketing and sales and like communication, there's a special, special way to use your, your design to communicate in the best possible way. But it's really about that deconditioning, but every design has something to decondition, something to let go of. I thought of my mom earlier when we were talking, she's a manifester. She's here to inform. Mm -hmm. And uh, so as an example, the way that she informs is she'll say things. I remember this in my childhood, at least, but I think she still says (laughs) things like this, like, oh, there's shoes by the door. Uh. (laughs) Rather than saying, it's time to pick up your shoes. Right. (laughs) And so there's, you know, it's kind of clear what her conditioning has been. And and I think this would probably be really common for most manifestor women of, especially women, right. Of not knowing how to like take the charge and say, this is what needs to happen. Go do it. (laughs) Uh, Being told that that's, you know, bad or whatever. Mm -hmm. So bossy. Um, so yeah, I think that that's like the funnest part for me is because the more that we can get you into alignment, into how you naturally actually want to show up, that's when things start really, really shifting. I love that. And I'm also thinking, you know, as well of like, when you dive into more about your chart you find like it's like there's lines literal lines in your chart that have to do with different areas of your life right and so there is a line for marketing and a line for sales like yeah that kind of shows you what you're you know probably better at doing or not so great at and (laughs) and could you know and and just naturally need to focus on more if you want to be good at it you know like it kind of shows you these tendencies that you have in different parts of your life that can give you better insight into oh well that's why I've been so resistant to that I know for me when I first learned that I was a projector and like you said a projector you know likes to wait for the invitation they you know like will just hang out and they'll have all their knowledge and all their insight, like ready to just throw at people. And, but it's like, but if they didn't ask, like, I'm, I don't need to share it. I don't need to just share it with anybody, you know, like, Mm -hmm. cause it's, it's energetically draining, you know, like it, it takes a lot of energy to look at that stuff, even though it comes easy to us and it's natural. Like once we relay that, we literally do have to rest like (laughs) then it's time to just okay I did what I did for the day and now I'm just gonna rest and recharge and do the things that I like to do and just take it easy like that was my quote-unquote work for the day 
even mm. though it was easy for us, like the the energy involved in getting those insights, like, you know, it's just, it's just an energetic, like discharge and you're just like, oh, there you go. And then it's like, oh, now I got to just take it easy, even though it was easy. Got to replenish. (laughs) (laughs) And so for me, I'm like, well, no wonder, because, you know, in my astrology, I'm an Aries. And so it's a Ram, like we're the first, we're aggressive. We're just like, take charge. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to go, go, go. And I, especially when I was younger, like that was the thing. And I still have that energy when I'm working with clients. I'm like, let's get in there. Let's, let's get right to the point. Like knock these things out. Bam, 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 bam. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Cause Aries is about doing, you know? And so I'm like, what are you going to do about it? And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like, I'm just going to give it to you like a bullet in the forehead and like call you out if you need to be called out, but I love you. But you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> so there's that Aries quality, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, as an Aries, you don't think of them as just like, not wanting to work hard you know like you would think of an Aries as like a warrior and like I'm always going to work and I'm always going to go but for me I'm like I don't I don't want to work hard I've never wanted to work hard hard. but there's that goes hand in hand with your with your authority with your defined ego and your defined heart of saying like let's get straight to the point let's knock this shit out and Mm -hmm. let's and let's go and then once you go, I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got it. You're like, good. <laughs> we're late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's what I found is something that, you know, I feel like people like to dive into human design because they like to know those different things about themselves and like, and, you know, communication styles, relationships, like, you know, how do I go about it? in the best way for my unique design. And so, you know, knowing that I need rest, like I know when I'm pushing myself too hard and I'm starting to get stressed and I'm like, hold on, what are you doing? You're a projector. <laughs> like, Why don't you just take it easy? You know that you should just go take a little nap right now. And I'm like, my ego in my head is like, no, I got so much to do. And it's like, but you know, you're going to do more if you just go lay down, you know? <laughs> and so even my husband as a generator, I'm sure he's a generator. I haven't looked at his chart, but like, yeah, I'll just be like, okay, I did something for the day and now I'm going to go take a nap. And he's like, really? Like, that's all you're going to do. <laughs> like, I need to get us some rest. Like, You don't understand. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And he does it because he's like, you don't even know what hard work is. I'm like, I just because I don't believe I need to work hard doesn't mean I don't work hard. <laughs> like, I just do it in my own way. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You know, um, I, I work in bed a lot, like a lot. <laughs> I love um, and like, I mean, I'll do client calls in bed <laughs> and, uh, and so my husband, he'll be like, he'll be like, I mean, are you sure you worked? Like you were in bed all day. And I'm like, oh, I was, wor-. yeah. And I'm really tired now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though you probably did like three tasks, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that, that was enough. That was good. <laughs> good. Yep. Yep. I love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. We got to yeah. love those generators. Like they're so, I'm so grateful for mine. <laughs> so true. So, so true. So kind of talking about that and like going back into the history like you said of generators and like just humanity in general like we understand that 
there were the landowners or the um like elite the royalty you know like way back in the days like that's kind of the hierarchy that established our you know where we're at right now in humanity and and then there were all the people that did the work for the landowners for the royalty and so those were the generators um now that we're getting into more modern times and we've got like projectors coming in more and yeah reflectors even do you anticipate or have you kind of looked into or talked to people that are in human design to like be like we need to get ready because there's going to be more projectors more reflectors I'm feeling more reflectors just because of the way that we're shifting in consciousness like what are your insights in that so this is gonna blow your mind I'm ready (laughs) Uh, it might blow everyone's mind like so 2027 um is like essentially just think of it as like a turn of a century it is legitimately known to be a new era and the projectors have been and will be like as the newest design type leading everyone through through this next shift I knew it in 2027 they're supposed to be and this is like the interesting part because again you know I still have this scientific part of my brain that really loves science and loves facts and evidence and they're supposed to be in 2027 a new type that comes in because I was even I was feeling that like yeah intuitively and that's why I asked the question because I'm like there's something new coming in the mix that hasn't been created yet and I feel like there's a proponent of reflector in that mix so I don't what is that do you know or are you just kind of like it's it's intuitively like get ready for it but we're not quite it's not quite created yet people are already getting ready for it how uh how everyone is kind of like looking at traditional systems and saying these no longer work Mm -hmm. this is essentially like projectors doing by the way of saying like this doesn't work anymore there's a new way and you have to figure out the new way because 2027 is going to like rock the world and and I don't mean like right when it turns 2027 it's going to be like you know an era of about a hundred years not not about a hundred hundreds of years where things are going to be shifting again and uh the new type that's coming in is like very much like me focused. Mm. I only care about me. I only care about myself surviving. And so it's like, I think I'm already that. I think I'm already. (laughs) You're not right. I need a little bit, but not, no. (laughs) This has been like my thing. Like since I've been, as far as I can remember, I'm like, and, and, and again, I'm an Aries. So an Aries is about self. Like, you know, it's, it's about me, but even that self-projected projector is, well, what about, what do I want? Like, what about me? What's in it for, like, why am I doing it? Not, you know, somebody else, or why am I being led to this? Like, what is the bigger picture? What is the bigger reason for me, you know? And yeah, like constantly redefining me. (laughs) So 
I I am so excited for that. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll be reincarnated as like the leader of the new. <laughs> like because I'm already right there. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Very cool. <laughs> I was always like, am I just like selfish? But I got a big heart and I do want to help people. But I, I've always, you know, just been like, well, if you don't help yourself and you don't have a, you know, have a sense of self and you don't know yourself by spending time with yourself and asking yourself these questions, what do I want? What do I feel? What do I, you know? what do I really want to experience? Like, what does this all mean to me? You know, and am I being led? How am I being led? Like, I want to know all about me so that I can help people so that I can be a light and, you know, shine as bright as I can shine. So because doesn't everybody want to do that? Like, isn't that our, isn't that our purpose is to just be ourselves and so if we're focused on everybody else all the time like that doesn't make any sense like what's the point <laughs> there's no point <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and yeah. it's like I always thought I was heartless but I'm like I'm so glad that there's uh you know a profited new you know kind of type coming in to embody this that I've already been like shown and I'm like am I just crazy like is it am I just too selfish (laughs) like but I'm I'm doing it for everybody else like everybody else should be on the same page like that's it you know like and that's gonna be yeah one of the cool things that happens is like two is being like celebrated for you for your uniqueness Mm -hmm. right like really truly and you can see like it's already it's it's been happening but it's just like it's gonna amplify um yeah so it's yeah, it's going to be interesting, but that's why some of the like systems that have been in place for hundreds of years are crumbling now. Yes, yes, exactly. For sure. Because if you're only caring about yourself, then you don't care about like the government, right? <laughs> agenda. Yes. You don't mm-hmm. care about agenda. So yeah. it's, it's, it's shifting already. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, for sure. And I like what you said about, you know, celebrating your uniqueness because again, like, I, I swear this is, I don't know. I'm just having a whole thing right now. <laughs> like, hey. finally, finally, the shit is coming. Finally, like, yeah. I'm not crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah. But like, this is why I love the work that I do is, and when I, you know, as a psychic medium, like I'm able to tap in and when I'm working with clients, I'm like, look at what you can do differently oh, you do these things differently. You move it energy in this way instead of the way other people have done it or the way you were taught, like do it this way because it's unique to you and, you know, helping them see and feel their own uniqueness uniqueness and celebrate that. Like that's something that I just naturally do. And I like, I think it's beautiful. Like I, I, I see it in people and it's, and I see it in myself and it's just like, it's just absolutely beautiful. And I was even listening to this uh, channeled transmission earlier today. Um, and she was channeling this collective called the nine. And, you know, it was talking about bringing all of our, uh, this might go out there, but it's, it's like, you know, people are talking about jumping timelines right now. This has gone a little big, but, um, and 
the channel message was like, well, right now all timelines exist for everybody, you know, like that's the thing, but it's soon to be going into a singularity, you know, like once you get into the singularity, then it's not going to be multiple. It's going to be one and you're going to see with a oneness and you're going to feel with a oneness. And, you know, like after she was saying that I was just driving and like, it was just like it, I I just, just, I was started crying and looking around and I was just like seeing that and everything. And it was just like, well, look at how unique, like every single tree is every single cloud is that I'm looking at every single person that's driving, like, like it's it's beautiful. And I was just like crying and I'm like, but um, it's good. Like, it's so beautiful. Look at all this. And I'm like, I'm so sappy right now, but like, this is amazing. Like, look at how beautiful this all is. And so, I don't know. I just, I guess I just had that. (laughs) I love that. But yeah, I just had this like, you know, openness of, and and realization, or I guess, you know, but it's just, it's something that's always had, I've always had, but I, I'm just glad that it's projected to become more of a thing in our humanity and our society because it is like we need to be celebrated and that's why everybody's so unique you know and before it was conformity you know and everyone had to be the same and that's not how we're made and so you know just it's cool to see and to witness and to be a part of (laughs) right like what a cool time to be alive yes like really really cool oh that got me all emotional I love that I love that story (laughs) thank you and uh, and even in astrology you know just with the different um astrological like alignments that have been happening that are going to continue to happen it's kind of predicting you know similar thing like we Mm. knew that the 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 systems are going to continue to collapse we know that we're getting into a new earth based off of different alignments that are you know happening and are going to continue to happen and so it's just cool that there's another branch of you know a tool of human design that's kind of right along with that and it's just like it it just kind of verifies and validates like yes like this is where we're at this is so cool (laughs) yeah it's so cool (laughs) yes I I totally love that. Well, can, um, as we wrap this up, can we talk a little bit about how you help people, how you help your clients, um, where they can connect with you, follow your work. Um, and then, you know, we just barely touched on the one agency that you're a co-founder of, um, which is kind of, you know, it's own separate thing, but kind of together. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> give us a, a little bit of background about that. And yeah. So if people resonate with your energy, if they want to learn more about this, which I'm sure they do, like they know what you offer and how to find you. Yeah. So I will, um, make sure to send you that link that they can use to, uh, get their own charts. So, okay. Um, and that will automatically connect you to me. Uh, however, only if only if you want to, by the way, <laughs> you can opt in to an email sequence, okay? <laughs> Full transparency <laughs> and learn more about your design there. Now, um, now you can find me on Instagram at your biz healer. And yeah, so I've been, you know, in business myself for this past year and in the background, I've been building 
an agency that is like a system that no one has ever seen before totally goes hand in hand with <laughs> these other systems crumbling and really creating like an, a, a beautiful, abundant circle of life type of business. <laughs> so it's a full service business leadership agency. Now, you know, whether you are in business for yourself or whether you're a CEO and you say like, oh yeah, what you guys just said about all the timelines shifting and it like that resonates and like, how can I lead my corporation through it? Like, fantastic. We have a place for you. Uh, so what we have is between like all the things legal to copywriting to wellness, because it really is about keeping you held in all pockets of your life as you spread your message. Um, so that's like, <laughs> that's what the one agency is in like a tiny short little snippet, but mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot more going on there. And actually, if it's okay, I'd love to invite everyone to a summit that we'll be leading. It's free, uh, next month. So if you want to learn more about the one agency, would love to see you in there. If you resonate with the term leader, which everyone is in some regard, come join us in there. I can give you that link as well, Naomi. Um, yeah. And the, you can taste the one agency a lot better that way because <laughs> there's so much involved. It's super exciting. Um, as far as, yep. I think I told you your biz healer is my Instagram. You can send me a message there. I love, I love chatting. If you guys can't tell <laughs> so, <laughs> any questions that you do have, I'm super happy to answer so long as I have the time and that you're patient with me about my response. <laughs> What do you do when you're doing like your, your biz healer, um, work with one-on-one -on -one clients? What do you offer there? Oh yeah. So really, again, it is about marketing and sales. So taking your business, your mission, because sometimes it's a mission, it's a movement. It doesn't feel like a business, right? Um, but taking that and a optimizing it, B monetizing it all through the lens of your human design. So goes back to that communication. How do we want to communicate this? How do we, how do we want to uh, approach investors so that this works out in the best possible way for you? <laughs> how do we create an email sequence that really speaks your language and your client's language, <laughs> right? So it's, it's a lot about messaging and the messaging communication but also building something that feels good for you. That's sustainable. That's really important, especially as somebody who has no motor energy centers at all. You know, <laughs> it just has to feel good. Yeah. It's got to feel good. And if it doesn't, then let's go back to the drawing board and let's, let's create something that's really aligned and yummy and makes you be able to take a nap in the middle of the day without worrying about 700 different things or go to all of your kids' birthday parties one right after another and like still have energy, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> so awesome. a lot of healing that goes on inside of that too. As you can imagine, that's, that's a big part of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate all of this amazing information. I'm sure everybody listening does and 
I'm sure that you probably are going to get some people converted if they were on the fence, because <laughs> this is a really good short, deep dive. <laughs> I feel like we we did dive a little deep and, you know, it was like it, it, it was scrumptious. It was enough to like to get that palette watering and like, OK, I want I want some more. So, yeah, I loved you being able to break that down for people if they were, you know, just like, well what is human design? And I've heard of it. People would talk about it, but I pulled up the chart and I don't know where to go, you know, from here. So yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate you being on and I would love having you on again and I'll make sure and put all of your links in the show notes so that people can go and connect with you, follow your journey, um, sign up for the summit, all that good stuff. <laughs> Yes, so many exciting things happening. Thank you, Naomi, for having me. I I could talk human design all day. So, <laughs> so and thank you for calling it scrumptious. <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> word, and I want to use it. <laughs> Go for it. Yep, it's yours. <laughs> oh, you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode hit follow, share it with a friend, and send me a comment. I read all of the comments myself, and I really love hearing from you. I hope you have an amazing day, and I've definitely got more awesome episodes coming your way. Take care.